Oh. <laughs> what was that? Oh. Oh. Jacking on a bone. Ladies and gentlemen. To publish, perish, or podcast your opportunity to look behind the scenes of science to see if science would vote yes for same sex marriage. Oh, <gasps> topical. I'm Andy Stapleton, and joining me today are Christopher Gibson, G'day, and Cameron Shearer. Hi, you're musical. Yeah, I'm just trying to. I was I was listening back to some podcasts the other day, and I was like, I need to mix that up. Need to mix it up. Too same, too samey, too samey. And you thought the word scenes was the one that's to really a, hit. That's the one. <laughs> okay, that's well, the one that really I liked needed it. it. I mean, Thank you're you. you're right. My favourite words. <laughs> um, look, more of a rhetorical question today. <laughs> Australia, get your fucking act together. Yep. Yes, yes. I cannot believe that. What was it? 21 million? 221 million? What was it? What was the number for this? 120 million. Thank you. For the postal vote. It is insane that that amount of money just to piss off some people that like the same sex. Mm. Yeah. It's amazing. Anyway, Chris. What a waste. Would science vote yes for same sex marriage? I think so. I think science would. Uh, because homosexuality is common amongst most species on the planet, to that some degree. That's a great science answer. <laughs> I was really worried. That's a great science answer. No, it would. It would definitely vote. Uh, vote yes. As yeah. would I, of course, and will. <laughs> You're not. You don't get the vote. You got to be a part, like a member of parliament. I thought the postal vote. Ah, I thought that, that, that's what it was about. Post? Oh no, idea. I wasn't really listening. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron, would science vote yes? Well, I believe so because that $120 million could be well funded into scientific research. It could. Yeah, exactly. Very good. Very good answer, Cameron. And I think science would vote yes because it's not a dickhead. Oh, my little science buds. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie's really I going need, yeah, for it. Yeah. <laughs> That is not me, listeners. That is Reggie. <laughs> yeah. It does sound like Chris chewing, though. Chris is fingering his bum. It happens to be Reggie the Black Lab <laughs> chewing on a rubber toy. And that sounds like me fingering my bum. Gross, Chris. Stop bringing that up. That's gross. Um, <laughs> all right. As I said, my science chums, Yep. Uh, it's time for news from the week. Uh, Gibbo, you got loads. Go. All right, I do, as always, have loads of news. It's earth-shattering news, people, so get ready. I can feel the quakes oh. from here. So uh, I've got a little mini topic I want to quickly discuss. Already? Some news some, some, that happened to me this week. All right. I found out that I was co-author on a paper. That's great. When great. it got submitted. Oh, how uh, does that? And I never saw a draft. Okay. Yeah, so, mm. but you did work. I did work on it, and something else was amiss with the paper. <gasps> what? My name was spelt wrong. No, that's so <laughs> annoying. It was my middle initial was incorrect. Oh, well, that's not too bad. Mm. Scopus will catch that. Yeah. Well, I'm, no, no, no. It hasn't been published yet. It's just been submitted. Okay. So but it you, can be repaired. Okay, it can be repaired. It can so be you repaired. will be Christopher Teabag Gibson when it finally gets accepted? Just the tea. <laughs> just the tea. So has this happened to you guys before? Cameron, I know it's happened to you because you're a, yeah, you're a co-author on the thing. paper. <laughs> well, what, on the same paper? No, yes. but the exact same thing happened to me where I a paper was submitted without me yeah. ever seeing it and my name was wrong. Yeah. It was the first name and last name was switched around. <laughs> Sheila, Sheila J. Cameron. Cameron. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's excellent. Andy, you? Uh, only because I didn't know how it all worked. My first papers were without the middle initial. And I remember someone saying to me like, what's, what's your name? I was like, Andrew Stapleton. Yeah. Like, yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. I, I, is it common for people to put their middle initial? Well, not necessarily, but well, I think what's common is you try and stay consistent. So yeah. if you don't have a middle initial the first time, you would keep uh, fairly consistent. Yeah. Look, my first six papers, I think it's just all over the place. But right. I, it's never happened to me. I've always seen a draft of the paper. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So anyway. even, even when I'm no longer a research scientist, I see drafts of the paper, which, right, <laughs> is brilliant because I got a small insight into what being a supervisor is like. Oh, oh because, because everything's all new. Everything's done. It, it had already been through a couple people's like edits and stuff. 
And now it came to me and it was like, what are your thoughts? And it okay. was brilliant. Yeah. Mm. I could like whole sounds, paragraphs. Sounds easy. It was so easy. <laughs> it took me like a couple of hours because I went through it and wanted to like actually try. But, mm. and then of course the struggle was to find some contribution. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Because you still want to, they don't want to just drop you off at some point. Well, they can't because I did actually do some of the experiments mm. in there. But I do want to have more than just a, like, I, I push some buttons input. Anyway, did I hijack your story? Uh, I've had worse than that. I have had papers actually get published with <gasps> with my name on them and then suddenly gone, oh, shit. Sure it wasn't the Chris Gibson from Wollongong? No. Uh, you mean the better Chris Gibson? The, the best Chris Gibson. That bastard. Who, who <laughs> bring up all my papers. Yeah. No, I've got one more, a couple more bits of news. Um, we've had a big spike in listens on the podcast. We have. I noticed that too. And it was, uh, the biggest spike was with Noni. She started the spike. This month is, is under half done, but we're over halfway to beating last month's uh, metrics. Awesome. Anyway, we're doing really well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, Look, I don't know. What I'm you a said, science but it communicator. You've you got to really keep... think about it. It means it's doing better. <laughs> that's that, right. That's yeah. what you meant. That's exactly what well, I what mean. It, what it means is really is that Noni's brought more Gibsonites. Thanks, to the Noni. Podcast. Thank you, Noni. Thank you. And now, but does it mean that we need to get Noni back on next time it dips a little bit? I mean, exactly. It's gone down 18. So yeah. Well, well, give it another week. It might it might climb past the previous one. I think All right. It will. Cameron's Rubbish Science, science Competition. The uh, P-Pop Most Relevant Scientist Competition. P-Pop Most Relevant Scientist Competition in the world. I, me, am at 1.86. T-Bag Gibson. Up from 1.84. Perfect. Well, that's not a lot. Cameron, 2.69. Oh, Cameron. Oh, I probably I don't think yours up. has changed. Uh, Andy. Yeah, I'm winning. Uh, 2.07. Uh, oh. Hasn't changed at all. Did you no. get a new paper? Oh, the materialics. <laughs> the the paper, paper fucked me up. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it wasn't for that, you'd be like about a thousand. Yeah. Um, and that's it for news from Gibbo. Gibbo, that was incredible. That was like five minutes. Come Good on, listeners, mate. Step um, it up. What, what were the Gibbo? What, 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 what I'm bringing? What I'm bringing today with science? This is so earth shattering that I've had to cut Gibbo's news short. I'm scared at what I've come up with tonight for science. This. I'm scared. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> you guys look like you're absolutely racked with excitement. No. Look, oh, it's been a long day, mate. <laughs> Robot whales. I mean, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> we got it. Know? Got it in one. Got it in one. Cameron. Jesus. News during the week. I had two papers accepted this week. Oh, you <gasps> are a mother effer. Look at that. Thank you. <laughs> you. Thanks, thanks for your praise, Andy. That's uh, <laughs> nice to see that you're happy for me. Yeah. You have rocked it. Well done, Cameron. Uh, journal. All right. Explain. Now, Explain. Now, our line for Real Publisher, I'm at the old uh, grey area for Real Publishers for both of these ones. Ooh. Did you just put it on a blog? Ooh. Writing something on a piece of paper and then making a paper airplane out of it and throwing it out the window does not count as publishing. <laughs> Someone can still read it. That's one what really side. matters, isn't if, it? If they re-throw it, it's one side. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the first one is in the journal called Materials. Oh. It's uh, published by MDPI, who are yep. a publishing house where you need their open access and you need to pay 4,000 Swiss francs oh. to publish there. But it's got an impact factor and it's indexed in Web, Web of Science and Scopus. Yeah, yeah. Oh, both of those that's things. a real journal. That's a real journal. Impact factors two or three, some that, of that? I didn't then, then it's a real journal. Look. I'd be very happy with that. Hoover that motherfucker up. That's yours. And the other one was published in the Australian Journal of Chemistry. (laughs) Now that's not real. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's a good one. Why not? Why is that not a real? What's What's the impact factor? Uh, between one and two, I think. I'm not, not entirely sure. Hang on, is this so? Your this is your first author. No, Where are you? I've uh, I've uh, uh, mega cheesed on both of those. Oh, pa- right. On both the papers. Strange journal of chemistry. That's like Australian television. It doesn't exist. Uh, I don't believe it for a second. Oh yeah, show some patriotism. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, so this one was invited. So it was mostly for political reasons that we submitted anything there. Oh, very good. Um, and good. there wasn't a lot of care taken. With okay. this particular publication. Mm. Would this journal hoover up some of my mediocre research, do you think? No. Now, uh, uh, take the that. publisher for Australian Journal of Chemistry 
is the Logies, the CSIRO. Holy shit! The government research people. The gov- the Australian Government Research Institute publishes their own paper, and it's the Australian That's, Journal of Chemistry. Oh uh, no, that makes me. What portion what? of their papers go into journals they own? I don't know. That's annoying. That's annoyed me now. I'm annoyed. <laughs> I'm sorry no, I brought it up. No, I, I, I want in some of this. Let's start the Gibson Journal of Cantilevers. Let's do it. Let's do it. Done. Uh, all right. I've got another quick bit of news. Yep. So I was working uh, at home today and someone sent me a link to a paper. <gasps> and so I clicked on the link. Yep. And then paywall. Can't, oh, access, can't yeah. access the paper. Yeah. Now we've got a, we, we have a easy, we have a proxy to yep. go around. So it's not that bad. But I was kind of, I noticed that the paper I wanted to see would have been 40 US dollars for mm. me to view. Now, I had a look at all the major publishers. So who do you, who do you think you would pay the most for to get a paper out of? Nature Science. <sighs> yeah. I, I actually thought. didn't look at them. Oh. <laughs> Whoops. You do work in science, don't you, Cameron? I, I was actually looking at public places I've published in. Okay. Uh, places you've published in uh, Journal of Materials uh, Chemistry C. CSRO. Yeah, RSC. So that they're, they're $55 Whoa. Wow. for an RSC journal. Yeah. Any paper from RSC, is that right? I think so, yeah. Jeez. Right, so expensive. is there any paper that you've ever read... That you would worth. would have paid mm. to see it. Oh look, um, most most of my cantilever papers, I'd definitely pay fifty five, maybe even hundred dollars for. You you just pay over. You just write in, cross out the. I mean, IOP only charged thirty three dollars, but you would just cross that out and <laughs> say a hundred. They deserve it. They deserve <laughs> it for taking on my work. They deserve it. Yeah, that no, makes I, you seem bad. In all honesty, I can't. I can't think of any paper I'd pay that much for. That's, a lot, money, uh, That's well, a lot of money. So now as a uh, as someone who has to look at loads of papers but doesn't have the luxury of having mm. university access, I come across these paywalls quite a lot. And you just pay. Yeah, that's right. I, uh, I pay <laughs> and I do not access them illegally at all. No. Well, so Wiley's $9 to hire. Well, you can just what read. What the fuck does <laughs> hire mean? You can read it online for 48 hours. Or it's $59 for the ability to print a journal. That's article. so Holy stupid. Shit. That's, That's stupid. It's annoyed me again. Oh, no. Well, $9. Should I just it? shut up tonight? You yeah, just, look, I think I'm just. What have I. Is it because I'm wearing a sport related t shirt? You're that, too sporty. <laughs> it might be good if you be quiet because we can spend more time listening to me because I've got some awesome stuff to talk about tonight. And, uh, Andrew, uh, do, you, do you have anything to report? Look, science wise, go, man. God, yeah. Tell, I went through. I went through. Tell a, me about it. I went through a rough week last week. It yeah. was it was tough. I found out that some freelance budgets were getting slashed at Science mm. Alert. I haven't been keeping up relationships with Cosmos, so like I'm not receiving work from them okay. because I put my all my eggs in one basket. Yeah. So this week's better. Okay. Awesome. I've come through the cloud. I've come through the haze. And uh, everything's looking up again. So got oh, some got some good plans, got some good projects on the horizon. So it's good. It's interesting because, you know, in research, in ECR, where you contract, you're like, oh, this is rubbish. Yeah. But when you're genuinely stranded, uh-huh. you're like, wow, this is this is it. This is how, this is yeah. worse. So my six-month contract is not nothing, is nothing compared to your flimsy requirement of a uh, science alert budget. Exactly. Which can change at any second. Without... Warning. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like as a freelancer, no one owes you anything, but you have to give them everything. Mm. Anyway, good point, Andy. Good point. Thanks, man. Anyway, good we're point. on. <clears throat> Had some. Oh. What are you? Are you okay? Yeah, <laughs> the left <laughs> side of your face has gone slack. <laughs> oh, hang on. You didn't say any words just then. <laughs> hang Andy, on. speak. Andy, speak. <laughs> Can you read? Say I've, words. I picked up last week's <laughs> thing and I was like, uh, fuck, I've just printed off like it again. <laughs> anyway, no, we're good. We're back on track. We're back, people. <laughs> what? It's my fault for not cleaning the podcast. That's room. right. How dare you not clean your own house of my stuff? It's a bit manky, yep. Um, feedback from listeners. <gasps> oh, good. Holy shit. So I got a, uh, a LinkedIn message. Oh. And I got an email or a, I don't know, a message 
from Michael Pastore. Pastore. He says, he said, hi, Andrew. I recently came across your your podcast and enjoying them. That's my podcast. That's it. And, and so, <laughs> and that's all you want to say. That's all I want to say. I was really interested to know how do people find us. So I said to him, "How did you find us?" Because that's how <laughs> okay. you ask that question. Yeah. Yep. He said, "I was initially searching for Microscopy Australia, and I came across your name." Oh, you looking at me now, or you? Every no me. Came across my name, Microscopy your, Australia. How could you come across your name before no mine? Exactly. I am, I am Microscopy, you are Microscopy Australia. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and he said, being interested in SciComm, so that's science communication for uh, uh, all the other people. Yeah. Um, I wanted to know yeah. more about your work, and that's when I found your website. Weird. Holy so, shit. my that call out to the peepoppers out there this is, how is it's happening. if you have an interesting story. On how you found this podcast? Yeah, yeah. let us know. Let us know. And hit yeah. hit up the do some things on the uh, forum. It's gonna yeah, be the forum's gonna be quiet, guys. P poppers, come on. Hey, what? Oh, oh, oh. I, just, <laughs> I can't wait to that <laughs> one. I'm gonna. Are they all getting that, farther all from, from now? now. No. All of them from now. You're gonna give me one? <laughs> no, never. I'm gonna poop. All over Cambridge. <laughs> I'm allowed to say it. Cambridge, Cambridge, Cambridge. You can say it. No one Why would I want to? You can't say it. <laughs> all gone. Uh, now it's time for topic of the day. <laughs> you forgot what I we forgot were what we were doing. Topic of the day. Topic of the day. Topic of the day. And our topic for the for, for the day comes from Cameroon. Me. Yeah, you again. Cameroon, Schmooby. I've done. I've. You really contributed. Has my to, content today. Oh, I know. It's great. It's Incredible great. stuff. Incredible. Um, because you went to a conference. Yes. And I assume there was so much networking going on that oh. you are networked to the brim. Yeah. 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 <laughs> full of networking. <laughs> I am. I got networking coming out <laughs> full, my eyes. Yeah. Full, full of nut work. <laughs> Chris! Cut that out. <laughs> you have to cut nut work out. That's disgusting. I was going to just... <laughs> I mean, all nothing, right. nothing I say now is going to count, so no. I'm going to say it. So first of all, Cameron. Yep. What the F is networking? Well, so networking is meeting other people in your field of work, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Oh, you reckon you don't like it? No, well, I it's think, just meeting other people. Yeah, in in let's keep it in the context of science and yep. like conferences nah. or meetings. Me- that's or just collection. mingling. If you just meet other people, what's a collection of scientists called? Um, oh, it's it's the same as a collection of crows. What's it called? A murder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when there's a murder of scientists, a pack. Net, not a, p- pack. a pod. No, no. A pod. Pod. No, whales are a pod, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. No, no. I, let's go Topical. with murder. All right, a murder. Let's go with murder. Okay. So when there's a murder of scientists, yep. that's when networking happens, whether you like it or not. Okay. So you think I was networked upon? You were. I reckon you were. <laughs> you were groomed in the networking sense. Okay. I reckon even if you go in there and go, oh, look, a bunch of bloody fucking scientists, mm-hmm. there'll be some guy who's really into networking who schmooze up to you and be like, so uh, what, are, what are you here for? <laughs> uh-huh. And then you have to explain your science and yes. now you're networking. I really dislike how much I hate getting that question. Like the, so uh, what's your research? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Really? Shouldn't, shouldn't I like That's saying the, that? You've got an elevator pitch, right? Yeah. Do you always give them the elevator pitch? Yes. Right. Here's how you make it interesting. Okay. You take Ooh. your elevator pitch, and at the very end, you just throw in something weird. What well, What are the two things we're trying to get out of networking? Typically, we're trying to get collaborations, perhaps, or yep. perhaps get a job. Yeah. Yep. Get a job. Um, yep. Or, or get some money. Give us some money. Yeah. Yeah. So that's true. Yeah. The collaboration, funding, or getting a job. Yeah. Um. Now, when I think back to all the networking I've done. I've gotten very little of those three things over the years. But if I cast my mind back ooh, to 2003... Approximately. Approximately. God, you can tell you're old because you start June remembering June 2003, 
Las Vegas. Yeah. I'm at a scanning probe microscopy conference. It sounds riveting. I put up a poster. You're supposed to be at a scanning probe microscopy conference. You're actually seated at a chair. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of glitter um, floating around and I'm feeling woozy. No, no. Um, Anyway, the, the conference happened to be at a casino, of course, like they all are. Not one of the good casinos, one of the sort of outer rim casinos yeah. where it's a bit shit. Um, and I've got a poster on cantilevers. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds good. Who should wander up and look at this poster? <laughs> Who should walk up but the greatest theoretical mind in AFM cantilever calibration? Andrew John Stapleton. Sater. John E. Sater. Yeah. Um, and from that, we collaborated. And a mere 14 years later, <laughs> we collaborated on the great um, the GCI. The Gold Calibration Initiative. And so there Was you that go. Was the first pub paper together? Wow. That's the first paper we published years. together, yeah. Yeah, a mere you 14 guys years were later. just fucking around. But well, that, yeah, that, well, uh, that's a lot of like beforehand chat yeah that's that that's a lot of cantilever foreplay trust me yeah Yeah, yeah. oh my god um so look yeah networking can result in collaborations 14 years later (laughs) that's a shit story you gotta (laughs) play the long game (laughs) gotta play the long game that's that's the uh that's the message there p poppers uh networking sometimes does require patience have you guys got any sort of similarly successful? Perhaps. <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> oh, how do we compete? We <laughs> haven't been in research <laughs> for fourteen years. Mildly. <laughs> <laughs> I've, still got, I've still got five years to wait. <laughs> All right. Perhaps more immediate and mildly more successful collabor- uh, networking, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> Uh, I've got a success story. You do? Oh, I do. They were my last job. So one thing that I went to the Science Excellence Awards, I got an award, which was great. And the only reason I got the job afterwards, so it was, I, I remember it was like a, I don't know, like an August or something. And come October, yeah. my contract was over and I was milling around and I had my suit on. I was looking good. And this is the thing about networking, right? <laughs> yeah. Got to wear a suit. Got to wear a suit. Looking good. You got to look good. Because <laughs> if you can't network looking like I currently look, uh-huh. right? Which is a bit unkempt. Um, You're not completely kempt. <laughs> <laughs> what you've got to do is you need to act in such a way to convince the other person that you're mentally stable enough for them to give you a job. Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you got to wear your suit. Uh-huh. you got to maintain eye contact lot at of, all costs. A lot of crazy people do those two things. Look, mate, not together. You don't want to eye suit. fuck the other person. No. You want to just normal, no, no, normal no, eye contact. No, yeah. show them who's boss. Oh, shit. <laughs> do not break eye contact. Oh, Lord. Leave the room backwards. <laughs> maintaining <laughs> eye contact the entire way okay now yep. we, we've already science this but uh what kind of handshake a proper hand like a manly handshake where you feel the knuckles move oh dear yeah ouch yeah so that's that's what you want that's okay. what you want anyway i was there in my suit maintaining eye contact and i said to uh drew evans who is has been on the podcast oh yeah, yeah. yep and friend i said of the show yep friend of the show and i said to him Oh, don't have a job in a bit. <laughs> Confidently. Confident. Smooth. Yeah, so that was really good. So that's, that's good networking. But I do feel like I am good at networking. I like going in a room. I like knowing people. I like, you know, like I feel confident because starting conversations is the hardest thing. Yes. Once you get past that little hurdle, it's actually, you know, you flow and you, and I, you do have a couple of like conversation starters in your back pocket. Like, unfortunately... So, what do you do? Yeah. Boring, but uh-huh. always just, you got to start somewhere. Because that's, I mean, you know you have science in common, at least. Yep. So, you got to try and look for these things in common. Yeah, yeah. Can't just go up, so you have a dog? Most people are saying no. No, that's right. Have you got a dog? That's, that's right. Why are you talking to me? <laughs> I, I have a little trick I've tried in the past where I'll, I'm, if, if I know I'm going to meet someone that I want to impress, I might read their latest paper and I might say, read your, read your most recent oh, paper. Oh, like a fanboy. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. sad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's not, I think that's a good bit of advice. It's yeah. really good, but it's so sad. Oh, it is. It is. It is. But it uh, works. It works. Cameron, 
Works on me. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> of course it does. Anyone comes yeah. up to me, oh, Gibbo, read your latest paper. I'm, yeah. I'm all theirs. Because yeah. <laughs> what they're essentially saying is, Gibbo, I want to talk about Gibbo. Yeah. 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 I, then, that's, that's, I can spend a lot they, of time doing that. They got you. So they talk for five minutes and then you say, you had me at, I read, <laughs> <laughs> you had me at, I read your latest paper. <laughs> I've given out a lot of, uh, business cards and I've received mm. a lot of business cards in the past mm. and at one point I was collecting them all well, I, stood, I still do collect them all but I go through phases of giving out at the conference last week I actually forgot my business cards oh, no. so why why get 300 printed business cards printed <laughs> if you're never going to take them out of your, your <laughs> office drawer <laughs> but those business cards I would then write on the back of them like their research area and then I would use them as reviewers so ah, that's a good uh, so and then they would know like if this is like it's probably not real that you, you suggest a reviewer and the editor actually sends it to them but at least they would know my name yeah and they might feel guilty about giving me a bad review yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's Look, a double whammy right there yeah, that's, no, that's, 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 that's good. a really good tip that's good so that's something that i've done and but i that those might like as you said before, my hardest part is really starting that conversation mm. because I, I don't really like explaining my research to someone just for the sake of talking. Yeah. Like I would rather just be awkward and quiet. And so, <laughs> That's a tactic. And so Andy, you, you told me once, it might have been on this podcast, but you went yeah. to some event where anyone who you yeah. got in eye contact with, you then went and spoke to them. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so at this conference, I had about three days of being awkward and silent. Yeah. And I thought, all right, this lunch break, anyone looks in my eye, I'm going to go and talk to them. Yeah. And, uh, and? I was in the bathroom the whole time. <laughs> 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 Didn't have to do it. No one, please, no one come in. 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 And then definitely like, no eye contact in here. <laughs> I like I like the idea. Like Karen's on the on the in the stall, but there's a small crack. And as the man walks by, they make eye contact, and all you hear from the store is "Hello." So, so what do you do? <laughs> the business yeah. card thing yeah. is it is it still going strong? Yeah, it's still going strong. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, sorry, mate. It <laughs> is, have, you, yeah. have you ever had a business card? No. It's no, time to make this. Yeah, well, it's you, time to get some, mate. Yeah. Time to get some. Yeah. What color do you suggest? Uh, Bone, black. ivory, <laughs> yeah, stucco, yeah. off white. You've got it. You've got to get black. them made. Yeah. You got to get them made of panda skin. <laughs> you got to. Yeah. Okay. You've got to. Yeah. Panda skin. Panda skin and gold. <laughs> That's the only way to make an impression. Cameron, top oh. tips for networking. Um. Top tips for networking. Uh, be confident, unlike me. <laughs> Do what I say. And I don't really like like the scattergun. I would I would rather be like selective on who I network with. So you'd stalk the people that are going beforehand in like yeah. the conference directory or something? So yeah, something like that. So the the, the conference in Melbourne I had two meetings with with people who I don't normally speak with. Yeah. Uh, and they were both one was organized before and yeah. uh and the other one I kind of just they they gave a talk and then I like milled around at the end of their talk and they they saw me there but I was the last in their queue of who to speak it's to. It's a little yeah. bit like courting, I think. And we've podcasted that courting. as well. We've science this courting when you yeah. want, when you want to woo someone. Yeah. You yeah. don't want to be too keen and scare them off. Yeah, so Gibbo yeah. would become friends with their father. <laughs> <laughs> I would internet stalk them first. <laughs> Uh, get their credit card details. No, no, yeah. I, I, you don't want to be too keen, too quick. I'm not so confidence, Good. but also selective. I don't know. Do you yeah. do you disagree with that? But yeah, no, I think they're really good. Yeah, I think. What about um, like it's hard. Like I just said, it's hard to start the conversation mm. sometimes because people are often in like their groups of people they know. Yeah, and so. There's not often that the person you want to speak to is by themselves or in a situation yep. where you know that it's okay to go up and talk to them. Yeah. I think that was that stops me a lot. It's like, oh, there's, you know, there's Rodney. I'll go yeah. and oh no, that other person looks more important than me. Yeah. Look, that does not bother me. I was cuz my my tip was actually the opposite of getting out of it. But 
getting into things, if I see a little collection of people, yeah. and I'm like, oh, they're interesting. Yeah. I'll go over. You're like, hey, guys. Yeah. Look and at my willy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a penis. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. right. All right. Go, hey, so guys. I go. Yeah. I was like, do you, mind if, like, do you mind if I join in? All right. Oh, go over oh, and I'm like, oh, can I just like. Anyone never said no? No. And, but that's the thing is getting well, yes. past that. What what other good way is there to get in other than well, hey, like yeah, uh, I, I and really it shows can't... that you're confident and that you can yeah. speak in front of people. Yeah, Please. one possible in definitely for someone that if you're really interested in meeting them is go to their talk. I thought you were going to say go to the toilet, like keep, <laughs> keep an eye on them and follow, follow them, them in to the toilet. <laughs> a lot of toilet and then, talk, and then when they're in, they'll be like, "Oh, good, you're alone." <laughs> <laughs> a lot of toilet talk tonight. No, no, go to their talk, and then you can fire something up. Then you know, yeah, how's it going? Saw your talk, really good, amazing. Even if it's rubbish, even if it's you got to say it, even if um, it's rubbish, don't walk up and say, "Look, your talk could have been a lot better if you'd done this." Don't ever do that. That doesn't work. But one of the most important things for me is getting away, right? Getting away from it all? Getting away from a corner situation, a corner networking situation. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm quite confident. I feel like I can go up to people and say, hi, join, blah. And then there's a point where you're like, I think we're done. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Either there's no there's no like professional connection, or there has been, and now it's time. But no one wants to break it, mm-hmm. so I will use the time old tested technique of Ooh. I'm just gonna go grab another coffee. Oh, that's or, what I was thinking. Yeah. So one of the things I tend to do is um, I'll say, "Oh, look, I re- realize you're really busy, and I'm, I can tell there's a lot of people probably want to talk to you." So I'll, you know, oh, you make them feel important. You make them feel really important. I'll, I'll catch you. What later if they just stood on their own? <laughs> It's like it's like you're doubling down on the insult. Well, it looks like you're busy. <laughs> With that so tactic, you're, you're you've got to wait for people someone. In the conversations. I'm like, oi, come over here, Schmoopy, Andy. Schmoopy, you, you seem very important. I have to leave. Now. <laughs> yeah, I I've got a crowd. Um, yeah, Gibbo, top tips. Um, I think I'm done. I can't think I've got any more juice in me. Come on. What's no. your number one tip? What's your What's your top? What, go on, give us the tip. Oh, okay. Uh, be moderately well dressed. Yeah. Oh, but what's I mean, your moderately exactly, well dressed? Exactly. So I would tend to do collared shirt, jeans and belt, and jeans and belt. I can't believe that that's jeans a- and belt. Um, and probably dressy kind of shoes, not yeah. sneakers. Yeah, wouldn't do sneens. I wouldn't Ooh, do sneens. I, I sneened at you the sneen it last oh, night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but. It was a big conference. You can get away with sneening in such a high... Uh, you just blend into the crowd, right? And the other, There's a lot would, of walking. Would you guys wear your name badge constantly? Yes. When you're going out, out. So you're not staying at the conference. You're about to go, oh, yeah. go down the Take pub. it off. Take it off, yeah. 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 I actually forgot. It was in Adelaide, got on the tram, and the cricket was on. <laughs> uh-huh. And oh. all the cricket hey, people were going... Hey Andrew, and I was like, "Hey," and I, because like, because I do lots of hobbies in Adelaide. I was like, maybe it's one of the dance, like a, like maybe it's one of the partners. Yeah. Of the I'm dancers. on fire tonight. Yeah. How's your ego? Yeah, it was really, uh, yeah. Luckily, it was before I was I was famous. So you know, if it happened now, I'd be like, fan, another fan. The other thing another I would fan. advise. Any man done it? <laughs> <laughs> the, the other thing I would advise is, and I haven't always taken this advice, is don't get too smashed. Ooh. Don't get too smashed. If you get really, really smashed and yeah. you're trying to impress people, that does not always work. You can find a little click that you can get <laughs> smashed in, but you're right. You don't want to be in the yeah. middle of the conference dinner going, jungle look fire. at my balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't want to. If you're saying jungle fire <laughs> and you feel warmth around your groin, yeah. you've gone way, way too far. Way too far, yeah. Way too far. Yeah. <laughs> Our next section is Science This, where we use our transferable science skills to science the shit out of an everyday activity. Today, <laughs> so this I'm is, glad this you is like not, that. This is not an everyday activity. We're going to be science. <laughs> to, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this is not This is not an everyday activity. Oh, for some people, it maybe it is. It could be an everyday could activity. Be. Depends who you are. Someone's job. Well, it's been a while since I've done it anyway. Continue. Today, the Science This topic is whaling. <laughs> and we whaling. don't mean crying. Yeah. No. WH. And that's because uh, Cameron felt like the Japanese really needed some help convincing people <laughs> that their whaling efforts were for scientific research. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not sold. I, I'm a bit suspicious too, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Yeah. 
I thought I did a bit of reading on this, and they say that they're doing it for the betterment of whales. Okay, yeah, but um, they have to kill them sometimes to study them, and then they Look, have to eat them as well. You have to you have to break a few eggs to make have, an you omelet. Have, you have to break a few whales and eat their flesh to, to save the species. Agreed. I mean, in every alien abduction movie, there's some kind of probing occurring. So exactly. All we're doing is probing the whales. That's exactly. All right. Is that yours? Is it? <laughs> Should have been. <laughs> yeah. It might have been, might be better. What I'm about to say. I'm going to go first because I'm worried one of you guys have got it. So my science this is, I feel like whaling is a little bit unfair on the whales. Okay. Really? What's your logic to that? I'm not saying don't catch them. Uh huh. No. I'm saying look, if we are going to do science on them, you need to catch them. Mm. But let's level the playing field a bit. Let's Ooh, let's right. make sure I that it's not just a big gun, harpoon gun, yep. on the front of us and this poor whale, right? Just loving. So, yeah. What I want to know in this the study I'm doing is how many swimming whalers does it take <laughs> to capture a whale? Okay. Yeah. So it's like mano a mano. Like, exactly. So um, what I'm doing is I'm getting rid of... So they've still got the ship. I'm happy oh, for them with having okay. the ship. I thought that was swimming offshore. No. <laughs> <laughs> Kilometers. Yeah. No. I think Wales would win. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, They'd win that one. Yeah. So what we're doing is we're, we're, we're getting rid of the harpoons. We're getting rid of everything. And we're saying, all right, how many men do I need to put on the boat? Uh-huh. So that when they see a whale, they all <laughs> jump on the whale yep. and stop it from swimming. Okay. What we'll do first is we'll send out a ship with like 50 people on. Okay. Yep. All right. Fifth beard number's normally 100. Look, we'll get there, mate. Don't you worry. <laughs> and and uh, what, can I ask what type of whale are we going after? Uh, the humpback whale. Not, not a killer whale. <laughs> That's right. Actually, yeah. fuck but it. Yeah. Killer whales are a dolphin. <laughs> You idiots. Yeah, you can't eat dolphins. Um, so there's going to be 50 humans. Uh, or children. And some children. And hum- humans, humans. Are, humans are classes. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, include <laughs> children, right? I know. Just, I, I'm just imagining people throwing kids at whales now. Anyway, keep going. And you're loving it. <laughs> yeah. And so what we're going to do is get those 50 people and we're going to let them uh, jump onto the whale when they see them. And we're going to measure... If the whale is slowed down, um, we're going to measure if the if the whale stays on the surface or goes under. So one of the people jumping will have to jump and attach monitoring stuff to the whale. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I'm going to send out a boat with like 75. That's yeah. more than 50. More than 50. What if the people, what if 50 succeeded? I don't think they will. Okay. Yeah. But you would, they, you, would, you would make a decision after that first one. Yeah, but, but, yeah. Right? We'd either go lower or but, higher. But to make it more right. fun, you could just like start with one person, couldn't you? So 50, 75, 100. <laughs> and I feel we like... We got there. We got there, Cameron. <laughs> and I feel like we need to go to about 1,000. Oh, I think that's too many. Nah. Nah. Okay. gotta grab onto them yeah i'm thinking that the only way to do this is to form a human daisy chain around the whale at every point Uh uh-huh and then what could you fit a thousand people and then all kick together simultaneously swim down together that's right (laughs) exactly that that's off a movie i saw (laughs) and they're all be like yeah swim together that's going to be the chant and, yeah. and the people over yeah. there will be like swim together swim and they'll kick the whale towards the boat and then they'll pull it up and uh i'll be monitoring then, i love that last bit and then they'll, <laughs> and then they'll pull it up they'll go pull up together yeah pull up together exactly that little bit on its own it sounds sounds fairly challenging look it's going to be a ramp net Pulleys, it's all good. Yeah. Okay, all right. Pulleys. So there is some technology Pulleys. in there somewhere. Yeah, all right. And then if they capture the whale, if yep. they is capture it, the is, whale. Is this a dead or alive thing? It has to be alive. <laughs> okay. Uh, I didn't get that. Okay. <laughs> if they capture the whale, then they get to eat it. Because <laughs> that's what they're doing anyway. Yeah, they'll be pretty tired. They'll, yeah. they'll need some they'll nourishment. Need some, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, and the people that died in the process of the of, of the capturing. Of no, the, it's uh, worth it. It's yeah. worth it. Um, the other option was to um, give whales harpoons. <laughs> That's where I thought you were going when you started off. <laughs> and hands. Uh, I'm going to give whales harpoons mounted on their back with laser sight and vision, <laughs> and they're a- and they're able to capture ships. You are Doctor Evil. You oh, are Doctor Evil. Evil. <laughs> and so what I'll end up with is a nice graph, people versus all these metrics. And yeah. based on that, I'm going to find out how many people it takes to capture a whale uh-huh. without a harpoon. Okay. What an what an interesting study that would be. I, I would read that. I would read it. I'd pay $40 or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't publish it in Wiley. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't pay any money, but I'd read it. All right, Cameron, bring it. All right. I did some internet searching. And I started with looking up problem. the International Whale Commission website. Holy shit. The IWC. Jesus. Holy shit. He's bringing science to it. And so I was wondering, what type of science do they actually do at the moment? Like, And how can I make that better? Yep. And so on the International uh, Whaling Commission website, they have a link for science committee. So you'd be thinking, all right, I'm about to see a lot of science. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I, I clicked on a lot of PDF documents and it was hard to find any science. Just mainly ads for whale things. meat. <laughs> 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 there were a lot of pop-ups. It was strange. Uh, and it seems that the... You know, Chris Sometimes Chris loves a joke and this is one of those times. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was a good one. And so what it seems like what they do mostly in the in their science department is actually yeah. counting whale population. Oh, yeah. So you don't need to catch them for that. I wouldn't have thought so. No. And so what I was thinking to science was how to count the whale population without killing them. Easy. See them, point at them, say one. Okay. See now, another one, increase by integer. So the problem with that is that it, that would be quite... I mean, I think that's the way that a lot of countries currently do it. Yep. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. It would be quite slow. Is slow. You can't do it at night time. No. And you've got to have a person within eyesight of a whale. So yeah. I think I think science can do a little bit better than that. But that's a good start. Thanks, Andy. man. You, did you see how disappointed my face was? And you started <laughs> to give me the compliment sandwich. <laughs> You've been angry at me today. I'm, 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 I know. I'm that's right. Carefully. Yeah. Your idea was to look at them and count them. That was it, wasn't it? <laughs> so. Well, are you defending me or him now? No, I'm, I'm dissing Andy's idea. Good. <laughs> I'm going to stick my willy in your blowhole. Shut up. <laughs> Again? Again? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, shout out some things. What do we know about whales? Uh, largest mammals uh, on Earth. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're, they're massive. Yeah. Yep. Uh, go. Communicate yep. mainly via sonar. Yeah. Yeah. Also good. What about warm blooded? Yes, they're mammals, yeah. Yeah, warm blooded. Yep, yep. And uh, they breathe air, yeah. which is uh, pretty hard. So they, they have to come up to the surface. They have to come up to the surface. Yep. Ooh. <laughs> that was a whale sound. <laughs> <laughs> was it deliberate? No, not at all. <laughs> and so I'm interested by if you see these uh, TV cop shows, like the real life ones, where there's a guy in a high speed chase and he reckons he's gotten away because he's lost the car mm. and then he gets out and he's running he's running 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 and he reckons he's safe but helicopter overhead IR camera yeah spots him like that yeah it does cuz he's yep. really hot cuz he's, he's been running he's really hot and it, the IR camera can see through a whole bunch of stuff yep yep uh and so i mean and then to the next level above the the police helicopter are the the war drones Yep. War drones? Oh, yeah. Shit. Fly well up overhead. They're using yeah. IR signatures to find uh, compact areas of people. Yeah. And they can take photos or they can do Whoa. much more nefarious things of people. Yeah. Good from use of very word. high above. Yep. Uh, and so the reason why uh, IR works in such a, over such a wide re- range like this is because there's a thing called the IR window where mm. water and other common gases in the air don't absorb IR light. And so one of these regions is from 1,000 to 1,500 wave numbers. What does that mean? So what, 1,000 to 1,500 wave What's numbers? What's wave number mean? It's the unit for... What's the unit? Centimeters to inverse centimeters. I don't, I don't like it. 
<laughs> I don't trust it. You've been out of science for a while. Uh, and so there's no infrared absorption by water, by water. Okay, in cool. that region. Good, good. And so it's pretty lucky then that the peak wavelength of emission for a black body radiator at 37 degrees Celsius, yep. which is the body temperature of a whale, that the peak emission of that uh, as given by Veen's displacement law. God, what a load of science. Bloody is hell. at 1,000 wave numbers. So the IR radi- radiation emitted by a body at 37 degrees Celsius, its peak is at 1,000, and that happens to be where water doesn't absorb much. Perfect. So you can detect it using IR cameras from a very long way away. It's a perfect storm of science. And so I think that we should be counting whales uh, as they surface uh, using IR cameras from um, either drones, 10Ks yeah. above, so you can, yeah. you can cover a very wide area, yeah. or even as the detectors become better, we could be using satellites. Mm. Uh, we have many geostationary satellites already for communication uh, and television. Well, why not use them for science pointing down? So how do you differenti- differentiate between different whale species? Yeah. All right, so I have a small idea. It would be difficult. Yeah. Uh, you could go on, say, like a pod pod size. You could go from whale size if the uh, resolution is good enough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then with time, maybe we could pick up some specific IR signatures changing from whale. Uh, uh, I'm not sure how, how easy that would be. Uh, and so my way to science whaling is to count their numbers from afar uh, without having to get too close to disturb them. Yeah, look, it it makes perfect sense. And you're 100% certain that there's no other scientific reason on their website for capturing whales. No, no, there is. I looked it up as well. What? So one of the things I study is their uh, their diet. And so, unfortunately for the whales, the best way to study their diet is, guess what? Poo. Vomit. No. Spear them, put them on your boat, and cut them open. Yeah, and that's a shame, taste, isn't it? And taste them. And then accidentally <laughs> cut all the whale meat into lovely fillets. <laughs> I have to tell a story for mine. I have a to tell story? a story. So, uh, I, don't know, I don't know how I came up with this idea, but it's, it's scarily brilliant. Scarily brilliant. I, I originally, oh. when I heard this topic, I was like, this is boring. This is mediocre. And you guys have done your usual mediocre job. <laughs> so now I'm, now, now I'm, I'm bringing it. Um, so I'm not going to um, harm the whales. I'm sciencing saving the whales. Okay. That's what I'm Come doing. Come on. Let's save these whales. I'm saving them. Now, my, my first idea was like, all right, who, who likes to save whales? Go on. Uh, sea shepherd. Hippies. Hippie. Hippies. Oh, I was almost there. Very yeah. good. So That's I came up showing with a rage for that term, Chris. Very, I know. I came up with some idea. Let's <laughs> let's make some kind of super hippie, you know. And, and I I had some ideas like um, I, I, I went to Griffith University in Brisbane, yeah. and they used to have an environmental science degree. So I knew lots and lots of hippies. Yep. And so my idea was, well, what are the main the main things about hippies? What are the things that differentiate them? I studied them pretty closely, like Jane Goodall and the chimpanzees. What? Do you, so you hang out in the bushes while the hippies were having fun? No, lots yeah. of hippies did environmental science and I lived with them on campus for three years. Why did you live with them? Could you not find other friends? <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they did. We mingled in similar circles. I wonder we if they've got a podcast stuff. and they're like, what we got to do is get a, get a You're physicist. You're ruining my science this. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what is it about hippies? What are some of their attributes? They're very pretentious. They are. Yeah. Uh, they're very close-minded. Hippies are actually very close-minded. They, well, they don't yeah. like other opinions apart from their own. Um, they ruin everyone's fun they do, by lording it over hippies. everyone. Oh. <laughs> some repressed feelings. And they say own. things like, oh, I wish I was alive in the 60s because it was so cool back then. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Mm. So, to make a super hippie, you don't want to start with a hippie. No, you want to start with something that has many of those attributes, but is hardworking and determined. You want to start with lawyers. Uh, 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 you want to start with lawyers. I have actually, a lot of hippies become lawyers to save the world. There you go. Oh my God, it all makes sense. We don't want those kind of lawyers. We want no, okay. evil, evil lawyers okay. who, are, who are going to love money yep. and do whatever they can. Okay. With these lawyers, I would make my own country 
Gibstania. Gibstonia. Gibstania. The stain. Higher, higher, <laughs> <laughs> higher mercenaries to protect the whales. You know, a T-Bagistan. huge, a, a huge, uh, a huge marketing campaign to to keep it in everyone's mind. Save the whales. But then I thought that this is Cameron. This is Andy quality. <laughs> this is mediocre. This is pedestrian. This is you. You know, Gibsonites expect more. They expect outside the box thinking. They do. What is the biggest threat to whales, people? Uh. Too much water. I just said the answer. People. Oh. People Ooh. is the biggest threat to whales. Good line. You how are we going to get rid of people? Yes. That's how we're going to do it. Neurotoxin. Oh, there's a chill. There's a chill, yeah. yeah. I think I, I think it's just I've got gas. No, no. I, I, I've already started this science, this. It's happening right now. Who has got the most power on the planet Earth? Who could end organized life on the planet earth nuclear weapons trump the american president yeah my science this is to organize an election where the biggest dickhead buffoon becomes the american president the most unstable idiotic aggressive childish fool becomes the american president it all makes sense you guess what not the russians tampered with the bloody election (laughs) it's happened it's happened. And you were really busy during those yeah. couple of days. Yeah. They should be looking into yeah. your emails. There's only one it's way. It's the fucking perfect cover. There's only one way he could have become president, and he okay. won. If he'd gone up against anyone, uh, a small dog. <laughs> a small, uh, well, a small Cameron's, dog with Cameron's yeah. lounge chair. He would have lost. Stop just saying what you see. <laughs> so he's a big dog. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Donald Trump is, and now look at the situation we're in now. He's going up against that uh, North Korean guy who looks like a massive baby. Mm. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and Donald Trump is the world's oldest baby. We're heading towards it right now. Oh, my God. Nuclear Armageddon. And I also looked up. Now, radioactive waste is far more lethal in atmospheric conditions. So, right? so some whales would die from nuclear fallout and nuclear war, but nowhere yeah. near as many as land, land animals. They would survive. Wow. And they would survive us and they would flourish and they would be saved. And the cockroach people will rise. And then they'll destroy the whales. No. So that's it, people. My science this is Donald Trump becoming president of the United States. It's happened. It's happening right now. I have noticed you wearing that hazmat suit quite a lot. (laughs) Yeah. I was wondering what that was all about. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And and an extra pair of underwear as well. (laughs) You wouldn't know about that. Yeah. Your fifth pair. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought it was a nappy. (laughs) Boom. Well done, Put that in the show reel. Music is provided by the awesome, awesome Adelaide based band Voice Rom. Check out their stuff on their Bandcamp website. Yeah. Also, remember to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast well, app, yeah. like our Facebook page, join in the forum, andymatter.net, and leave us a review on whether, wherever yeah. you get this delicious We're podcast. We're all five stars. We're getting easier and easier to search now. Five stars. We are brilliant. Cameron, sponsor for the week. You were just listening to Published Perishable Podcast, and it was brought to you this week by our future sponsor. Squarespace. (laughs) Uh, uh, Even Gibbo can make a website with Squarespace. Oh, wow. Awesome. Thanks, Squarespace. Final farewells. Falcon out. Goodbye. Teabag. Bye.